Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for January 21st, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And I have two new videos up on the blog. It's there from uh, Saturday's UFC show. I was going to try and get them up yesterday, but um, I had a technical problem. And uh, with some help, I was able to figure that out. And I got them up today. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the technical problem is. I generally don't uh, reveal my methods for posting these videos because I'd rather people didn't know about that. But uh, there was a technical problem, but uh, I figured it out uh, with some help and uh, there won't be a problem anymore. Okay, so the two, there were two women's fights on uh, the UFC show. Uh, the first one is... Uh, a flyweight bout. Joanne Calderwood. Uh, oh, sorry, my mistake. Uh, that was in, that was on the prelims. The main card: uh, Paige Van Zant versus Rachel Ostevich. That's also at flyweight. So I called this fight the Battle of the Babes because neither fighter is very good. And sex appeal is their main attribute. And I've talked about this before, of course, and sex appeal is a part of women's MMA, even if people don't want to admit it. Now, I thought Paige would win the fight as she is marginally better. Uh, this was her first fight since she broke her arm last year. She trains with Chael Sonnen at Gracie Barra in Portland. Of course, we know about Rachel's husband and coach charged with domestic violence. Her parents and brother were in her corner. Now, Rachel got off to a good start in round one. She took Paige down, but she wasn't able to advance her position, so the ref stood them up. To me, it looked like Rachel didn't know what to do. And I know some people will say that, uh, you know, Paige has good defense and stuff like that. I don't think that might have been part of it, but Rachel did, had no idea what she was doing. She looked clueless. So I scored round one 10-9 for Rachel, but round two was different. They went to the ground again, but this time Paige was able to get the advantage, and she won with an arm bar. Now, we didn't see Rachel tap out live, but we did see it on the replay. Uh, her elbow was dislocated. Uh, she will undergo further examination when she returns home to Hawaii. Now, this fight, this win, didn't make me think that Paige could beat anyone good. Look, I feel bad for what happened about what happened to Rachel, but I, it doesn't change that she's a terrible fighter whose only upside is her sex appeal. And that's why she's in the UFC. You know, the, when they named her the Tough 26, I just kind of laughed because I said, well, you know, she, she's not a good fighter. Because I knew she was bad from her invicted days. She, I mean, her record is four and five now. I mean, should a four and five fighter be in the UFC? I don't think so. I mean, should she be in the UFC? I don't think she should be a fighter because she didn't look any good in Invicta either. So, you know, sex appeal is only going to carry her a certain, so far, and she has to really pick up her game. And, and, and I know, I am well aware that she has a devoted, devoted fanboy following. It doesn't make her a fighter. Okay, so check out that video. And the other video was, was on the prelims. It was... Joanne Calderwood versus Ariane Lipsky, also at flyweight. Now, uh, Ariane is from Brazil, uh, Curitiba to be exact. 
She is the former KSW flyweight champion, so she's new to the UFC, but she has a rep as the queen of violence. And so she, you know, she, she tends to be very aggressive. And now we've all seen Joanne, okay? She is a kickboxer, but the big thing here is she is now training at Syndicate MMA in Las Vegas with John Wood. So though Ariani was favored, I wondered if Wood could make a big difference uh, with Joanne, and he did. Uh, Ariani started out okay. She was very aggressive in round one until Joanne took her down and controlled her for the rest of the round. And she wasn't sitting on her, okay? You know, Joanne was trying for subs. Now, Joanne has never had a ground game, okay? And I don't count her last fight with uh, Kalindra Feria, who is just awful. She can't fight worth a damn. I mean, she's just completely inept. So I don't really count that, but for the most of her career, uh, Joanne has never had a ground game. So I credit John Wood for, you know, giving her the confidence to go for, for, um, um, for takedowns early in the fight. Now, two of the judges scored the round 10-8 for Joanne. I scored a 10-9. I didn't think it was a 10-8 round. Not quite. But what, I di what it did was tire out Ariadne and, it put, and put the fear of a takedown in her mind. And I didn't think she was going to be any good after that. I mean, there's no way she was going to win. You know, obviously she didn't expect the takedown because I'm sure they've studied tape of Joanne and it's not really what she does. She's a kickboxer, right? Anyway, the other two rounds went as expected and Joanne won the fight 30-27. That's my scorecard. One judge scored it. The same, the other two scored at 30-26, but 30-27 is fine. Uh, I thought Joanne's use of front kicks was especially effective. Now, Joanne called out Jessica I after the fight, but then Dana White uh, announced that Jessica will get the next flyweight title shot. Uh, I've known about that since uh, Jessica won her last month, but White said at the time that he was reluctant to give a title shot to a split decision winner. So I expect we will see that in the spring. So uh, both videos are up on my blog, so be sure to check, check them out. All right. Now, uh, they also announced on Saturday Night Show uh, a whole bunch of matches for uh, ESPN, UFC on ESPN Plus 6, March 23rd at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. So there were three women's fights. So let's go over all three of them. So in a strawweight bout, Random Marcos will face Angela Hill. Uh, both fighters have fallen on hard times and desperately need a win. Randa is 33 years old from Windsor, Ontario. She trains at Michigan Top Team in Dearborn, Michigan. Her record is 8-6-1 and 4-5-1 in the UFC. She is mainly a wrestler, but... She makes way too many mistakes. Her last fight against Marina Rodriguez was a draw. You know, that's a fighter she should beat. Now, she, she has the physical skills, but she doesn't seem to make very good decisions during fights. Uh, Angela is 31 years old. She trains at Alliance in San Diego. Her record is 8-5 and 4-4 and four and four in the UFC. And, you know, Angela's a kickboxer. You know her story. She was in tough uh, 20 and uh, went one and two in the UFC. She got released and won four straight fights in Invicta, and the UFC brought her back. Now, I don't know what the UFC was thinking 
I guess they were, at the time, they were looking for an opponent for Jessica Andrade, but Angela is the same fighter that she was before her first time in the UFC. She isn't any better than her first UFC run. Now, on paper, Randa is a better fighter, but she has to avoid mistakes, okay? In a strawweight bout, Macy Barber will face J.J. Aldrich. Macy is 21 years old from Fort Collins, Colorado. Her record is 6-0. She was on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. She won her UFC debut over late replacement Hannah Cyphers. Uh, J.J. is 31 years old from Denver. She trains with Rose Namahunas. Uh, the coach is Trevor Whitman. Her record is 7-2 and 3-1 and in the UFC. She was in Invicta before that. And for me, J.J. is a mid-card fighter at best. Now, the main thing she has going for her is Whitman. He is a really good coach, and she's smart enough to do what he tells her. Okay? And Macy is much quicker and stronger, so I'm not sure Whitman can help uh, J.J. much. Okay, so, and at flyweight, the other third fight is at flyweight. Alexis Davis will face Jennifer Maya. Alexis is from Port Colburn, Ontario, and she trains at Caesar Gracie Jiu-Jitsu in Lodi, California. Her record is 19-8 and eight and 6-3 and three in the UFC. She tends to adapt to her opponent. So uh, she actually has strong ground skills, but if her opponent, you know, is, is not going to go to the ground, you know, she'll do that. That's what she did in her last fight to Catelyn Shukagian, which she lost that fight. She fell victim to Catelyn's keep-away strategy, right? Now, not only did she lose that fight, but it was pretty bad. It was awful. Now, Jennifer is 30 years old, and she trains at Shootbox in Curitiba, Brazil. You might think that she's like Chris Cyborg, right? Not even close. Jennifer is a former Invicta flyweight champ, uh, her record is 15-5-1, and, one, and that, that t championship belt is what got her into the UFC, okay? She lost her UFC debut to Liz Carmouche. She's really not a UFC-caliber fighter. I mean, I've been familiar with Jennifer uh, for several years, and um, she's, she's a boxer. She has no power or ground game. That's right, folks. She's a dreaded points fighter. That Invicta propped up, so she could be sold to the UFC. But, I mean, she could win this fight if she uses a keep-away strategy and Alexis falls for it as she did in her loss to Caitlin. Caitlin. Okay, so those are the three fights. That's it for today. I uh, should be back probably by Thursday. Depends what happens on tomorrow night's SmackDown. Okay. Uh, again, check out the two videos on my blog, frankp316.blogspot.com. And... If you uh, want to leave a message or ask a question, you can do so on uh, uh, Anchor's voice messaging. Uh, and if you want to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast, I, I, I'll be all right, iTunes and Spotify. Like I said, be back later in the week. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.